0: It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear.
1: And good morning. Hope you're having a blessed weekend. Welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Like always, if you like more information on the show, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Follow us there now and join the conversation there as well. Instagram and Twitter, you can reach out to us there at Rodney Lear on air, or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast app like Podcast One, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast, and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. This morning, we talk to some of your favorite former news anchors from right here in Cincinnati and talk about life beyond the Anchor Desk. We begin this morning with former lead anchor at WCPO, Carol Williams. It's our pleasure to welcome Carol Williams to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Carol. How are you?
2: I'm fine. Thanks for asking me, Rodney. Oh
1: yeah. So you know we worked together back in the day, and I i guess I'm sort of like Clark Kent. You know, I have my little <laughs> glasses on, and nobody really notices me in the corner there. But we worked together in the 1990s, and when I started, it was my first job at a College in 1990-ish at the uh-huh. CPO. I worked in staging and did some work with you guys, teleprompter and floor directing with you guys. I have to say that you were always great to me.
2: Oh, that's nice. You know, it, we used to have a lot of fun and the floor crew was all part of that. It was just really sad later on when we got robotic cameras and we didn't have as many people in the studio. And, and I did sort of miss that.
1: Wow, robotic cameras? I'm glad I missed that (laughs) part. Yeah, it was a lot of people in the studio. We had three cameras, a floor director, plus a teleprompter. What did you guys get down to?
2: Got down to, never got rid of the the, uh, teleprompter operator, I don't think. Uh, and maybe at six o'clock we had a floor director. So, oh my <laughs> was, goodness, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, could imagine you guys
1: doing teleprompter <laughs> under the desk. <laughs> right.
2: Oh, you know what? I did the teleprompter under the desk oh. when I started in <laughs> Lancaster, Pennsylvania. We we had to run. It was like a roller thing. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. It was. It was on a conveyor belt back in the nineties. It wasn't even up with technology for the nineties when right. they were doing it like right. that. So I could even. <laughs> I can imagine.
2: <laughs> yeah the old days <laughs> all right the
1: the old days so let's talk about this let's start a beginning for you so i mm-hmm. understand that for you you went to college you wanted to be a teacher
2: that was brief
1: <laughs> that so, was brief that was brief so but did you always know that you wanted to be in journalism did you always know that you wanted to be on air
2: you know what when i was growing up Um, in a very small town, Laurel, Delaware, Um, in the 50s and 60s, there really weren't any women in TV except for Barbara Walters. I remember my mother would watch the Today Show and Barbara Walters. And so it just didn't seem like something I could do. I didn't know anybody who did that. Nobody real, you know. So I was sort of, you know, on the cusp. There started to be women in TV in the late 60s, like Leslie Stahl and Connie Chung. And I did sort of pursue teaching but never actually taught in a classroom. And about that time, I started thinking about what do I really want to do with my life and what would I be good at? What do I think I'd be good at? And, um, yeah, I thought it would be TV because I like to write and I like to perform. And, and it all kind of came together there.
1: OK, so let's let's move forward. Decades um, um, forward. (laughs) And so you decided to retire from WCPO. What led to your decision? When did you know that it was right? The Mm. time was right for you to retire?
2: Wow. Well, there were several things, actually. I got married for the second time. All right. And at that point, you know, I was really tired of having to work at 11 o'clock. That kind of wears on you. You can have dinner with your family if you can do it in about a half an hour, you know, <laughs> and I think that wore on me over the years and I, I got married and I thought, you know what, I'd like to be home at night with my husband and uh, the other thing is, you know, TV doesn't get easier just because you're getting tired, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, I still loved it and there were just great people to work with and a lot of opportunities for creativity but – a lot of demands, too. And I just thought, you know what? I think I've done this long enough.
1: So what do you miss about, if anything, what do you miss about being on the air?
2: I miss the people that I worked with. I miss – actually, I was going to say I miss Denny Jansen, but he retired before I did. <laughs> um, yes. and, and Clyde, and he also basically got out of uh, TV news before I did. But uh, we had a lot of fun people to work with, including photographers and, um, you know, people behind the scenes. But I also missed reporting, you know. I missed talking to people and trying to figure out a creative way to do a story. So all those things.
1: So after being at Channel 9 for so long, what was the retirement celebration? What was that like?
2: Well, it was actually very nice. We had a big party. You know, some people did some looking back over the years at, mm-hmm. at including at some of my worst hair hairdos and <laughs> and, and, hair don't. and, and uh, clothing choices. A lot of those clothing choices were <laughs> dictated by what was in style. Okay, but uh, a lot of that looking back, it, you know, it's it is kind of a nice feeling to feel a part of history.
1: Okay, good. You know. So let me ask you this now. A lot of people are thinking they're sitting at home and they see you on in the, the anchor desk. And you, you talked about your hair. You talked about <laughs> – we didn't talk about wardrobe. But everybody thinks you has this personal stylist that works with you and oh. <laughs> they do your hair and do your makeup. Now, when I worked at Channel 9, I would see the anchors in the makeup room doing their own makeup and things like that. So – Yes. Help us to understand. You don't have a stylist or do you have a stylist? you have someone do your hair and makeup every day?
2: No. No. uh, I did not. Uh, (laughs) We did have – and I'm sure they still do this. You have consultants every once in a while who come through. And part of that I think depends on the budget. So Mm. we might have had uh, consultants who came in maybe once a year for a while and then maybe after that maybe they don't come for five years. Okay. You know – and uh, you know, and 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 they would maybe advise you on on clothes that look good on what TV. Look, yeah. Yes, that kind of thing, and and maybe on and maybe we had some people who came in and do did makeup, but you know, some of them are better than others. I I there are people I would not want to have doing my makeup every time. There there was one time when somebody did my makeup and that was the day that we we made these um, postcards that everybody had postcards like Clyde did, I did. And, and you could send a postcard to somebody and say, you know, thank you for your letter or something like that. And I looked in that, I looked like a country western star (laughs) in that picture and Clyde always laughed at that you know and and it didn't look like me so that's that was the you know that's one reason I wouldn't necessarily want somebody doing my makeup every day all right
1: and hold on to that thought in case you're just tuning in this morning you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine I'm Rodney Lear in the studio with me is Carol Williams former lead anchor at WCPO TV9 this morning we're talking to some of our favorite former on-air anchors and carol is definitely one of our favorites now do you think um one thing that i personally i worked in in tv one thing that i didn't like about it it's all about well i didn't say all about appearances but a Mm -hmm. lot to do with appearances um as a woman do is it or do you think people are harder on some of the women anchors as opposed to men in terms of fashion style haircut and just reporting in general.
2: Yes, okay. I do. I do. I think probably more about the superficial things. Yeah. And part of it, honestly, is that women have so many more options. You know, I don't know if you heard, but I don't know. A bunch of years ago, there was a man who was—I think he was an anchor—and he wore the same jacket like for a whole year, and nobody noticed. <laughs> nobody noticed. Whereas, if you're a woman, yeah. I mean, they would be all over you. Okay, you know. Um, but yeah, that's a little—it's—it's it's a little hard. One time, I cut my hair short, and oh my gosh. It was it was terrible.
1: Do viewers get to critique that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
2: they did. Okay,
1: so (laughs) so when you moved to Cincinnati in I believe in nineteen eighty six, does that sound right? right? Yeah. Um, I understand that you broke barriers, taking over the lead um, anchor um, position. Looking back, how difficult was it? Difficult to be a woman. You meant you touched on that earlier, but let's talk more about that um, when you walked in here. And in 86, and what was that like for you being a woman?
2: I think uh, in the first place, they wanted a woman to be in that position. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I had to, you know, knock down doors to Mm -hmm. get there, Mm -hmm. but it's the little things, you know, and and some of that was when I was in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, but there too, I was, you know, I was one of the main anchors, but it was the little things like, like not... Being allowed to go to a political convention because somebody thought that was you know man's stuff okay you know and and things like that and i I think little things again just like you said, more criticism of your hair, your clothes et cetera et cetera, mm-hmm. and you know what a lot of those things I have I've just sort of, you know, passed those things by. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I can remember, and I won't say names, but I can remember uh, somebody saying to me, this is a man, one of my co anchors, saying, uh, uh, Excuse me, baby. And, baby. I'm, and I'm like, I'm not your baby. Okay. Okay. You had to set him straight on <laughs> yeah, that. Right. Right.
1: All right. Again, in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. More information about the show can be found on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Head there now. Like us there now. You can reach out to us on social media at Rodney Lear on air. This morning, we're talking to the incredible Carol Williams, former lead anchor here at WCPO here in Cincinnati. Now, you've been inducted into the Cincinnati no. Journalism Hall of Fame.
2: That was a great honor, that, I have to say. Okay. That was lovely. And I, I was especially grateful because my friend Tom McKee was – he might have been the president of of, <laughs> of SPJ then. Mm-hmm. And uh, my friend Hageet Lamore introduced me. I, that, that was a great honor. That okay. was really – and it was—it was it was actually – I don't know how these things usually happen, but it was – relatively soon after I retired. And and so we, it was just such a nice gathering of people I care about and respect okay. who were there.
1: So speaking of Clyde, mm-hmm. um, Clyde Gray, yeah. your co-anchor for several years, mm-hmm. um, What you guys had chemistry. So what is it that makes a good co-anchoring team? Wow.
2: Well, I think it's respect. Okay. Respect for each other. Uh, one thing, Clyde and I somehow, and this was not... This was not an effort, but we sort of shared a sense of humor and Mm. also um, a shared uh, pop culture past. You know, like we – for some reason – We got each each
1: other's jokes.
2: We got each other's jokes Mm -hmm. and we had watched the same TV shows growing up you know, that kind of thing. See, you wouldn't know this, but there used to be a stupid TV show called Car 54, Where Are You? And Clyde knew the theme song and that (laughs) just cracked me up. So yes, I would say in our case, it was a shared sense of humor uh, that really kind of sealed the deal.
1: Okay, good, good. So let's talk about this now. You mentioned um, one of the reasons that led you to retirement Mm -hmm. was... uh, the eleven o'clock news and not being home and things right. like that. Yeah. But what was that like in the days when you had a, a young daughter? Right. How did that play out? Because and what was it like doing what you have to do and having a young child and raising a child and doing the eleven o'clock news? What was that? that had to be a challenge.
2: That was really hard. Uh, Childcare is hard. Uh, you okay. know, if you're if you've got a partner at home, and uh, you know, if you're married and you've got a partner at home, then that person. Can be home with your child, but um, you know, I—that I, was not the case for that you. That was not the case, though. Okay. That was not the case, and a lot of people
1: did not know that. I didn't.
2: Right, and a lot of people don't want to babysit at night. Yeah, you know, and and you know, if you have somebody that is good, and then they say, "I can't do this anymore," you know, so so that that's really that was tough, and and there was a period. Uh, when my daughter was about to go to um, full time school, up until then she'd been to you know part time kindergarten and stuff, and she was going to go to first grade, and I uh, I asked if I could work during the day so that I could be home with her at night, and so, and we, I did get that done, but. But it was hard to maintain. It, 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 we had a different boss, and he didn't really like me, not being there at night. And so that, that we those were some tough times, and I ended up going back at eleven. I did really enjoy the period of time when I was at home with her. <laughs> at night, we used to read Harry Potter okay. and, and things like that. So yes, that was that was difficult.
1: Okay, how's your daughter doing today?
2: She is great. Um she is that smile on your face. (laughs) (laughs) She's a wonderful young woman and she's married, happily married. Uh the only thing that's uh unfortunate is she lives in Seattle. Uh, (laughs) But it's not unfortunate for her. They they're they really love it there.
1: And again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday morning magazine, I'm Rodney Lear. More information about the show can be found on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. This morning we're catching up with some of our favorite former news anchors here in Cincinnati. Talking about life beyond the anchor desk in the studio with me now is Carol Williams, former lead anchor for WCPO Channel 9 here in Cincinnati. Now, one of the reasons that I another reason um, I prefer radio over mm-hmm. TV is that people don't know how fast live TV goes. Right. I remember being um, running the teleprompter. And we there were huge stories, maplethorpe, and there was something really big going on it. It was like three big news stories hit at five o'clock, and <laughs> i we have the ear pieces in, and they're like, "No, go to page five, go to- pa-. I mean I'm stressing <laughs> out just trying to figure out what page I need to go to, right. let alone what you guys are going through on the air because what people don't know, you guys have those things in your ears, right. and people producers at some points are talking to you while you're trying to read,
2: oh exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. So what is it like to be, because there's no redos in live TV, what is that pressure like being on air live? You probably thrived in it.
2: You know what? It It is pressure, but I have to say I, I used to always think that TV would be a good place for people with ADD because <laughs> all you have to do is, is – not all you have to do, but you, you concentrate during that period of time, whether it's a half hour, an hour or – maybe more but then when you walk off the set you you can't redo it and Mm. and you can't if you're in the middle of something that's tough you can't go oh wait let's can we just take a break for five minutes Mm -hmm. you can't do that so when it's over it was either good or it was bad or someplace in between but there are no redos and to me that sort of "Mm, okay that's that's all i can do
1: okay What's one of your favorite stories of something just going wrong while you were on the air?
2: Um, well, I think it was 2015, correct me if I'm wrong, but but Cincinnati hosted the All-Star Game. Okay. And uh, we decided to do it really big. We broadcast down, um, down at the banks. We okay. broadcast down at the banks and we had this whole thing set up with uh, – with a little ceiling and a little desk and, you know, it takes all kinds of equipment and everything. And so we broadcast there every night for about a week. And then on the actual night, the actual day of the All-Star Game, um, I had, uh, they were ferrying us over, you know, from the station to the banks. And it was very gray looking outside. And so just as um somebody and I were getting off of the the car yeah, yeah. that we were in <laughs> It just the the skies opened up and it just absolutely poured, and we made a run for the the closest tent. But uh, meantime, at the the Channel Nine booth, everything was just chaotic and and people were trying to cover up the 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 equipment, the, equipment, yeah. the electronic equipment. And what I'm really concerned about is my hair, <laughs> <laughs> as any woman would You're, be. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know what? And and very soon after this huge downpour. The sun came out, and and it was much nicer. My hair wasn't really nicer, but, you know, we did the best we could.
1: Okay, and speaking of that, so we're now in COVID. Everybody's Zooming, and everybody is dressed from the... The waist, towards up. the waist up yeah, right. i remember you i'm gonna bust you out here carol oh. i remember you coming to work and you were dressed very professional but oh. at the bottom you had on shorts and shoes I, you invented that
2: seriously yeah. shorts yeah yes you did yes. Okay.
1: they were fancy shorts you were the,
2: oh fancy shorts they, they okay.
1: were like dress kind of shorts they were oh. not, not track shorts okay. but you had on uh, dress <laughs> shorts but I, it was funny i was like They've been doing that behind the news anchor desk for years,
2: and now you know. So,
1: yeah, now you know. Yeah, now <laughs> people are, are now. <laughs> so, Carol, all humbleness aside, mm. you were on the air for so many years, so mm-hmm. beloved at at um, CPO. What do you think was the key to your
2: success? Oh gosh, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think it's being yourself. Okay, you know, I, I don't think you can be on the air for a really long time. And pretend to be something you're not or to try to act like Barbara Walters or somebody like that. I think you you have to be yourself as much as possible. When I think of people who I admire, I, I, the one person that comes to mind is Gail King because I watch her a lot of times mm-hmm, in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I think she – is is so professional but so down-to-earth mm-hmm. and humorous, and, and just she she does it right.
1: Okay, good. So well, over the years of people, I'm sure you had the chance to work with um, people and see them their growth and things like that and maybe be a mentor to some women, men, or whomever. Anyone that you particularly proud of to see? You talked about, you know, Gail King, seeing what she's done. Mm-hmm. But anyone that you had a chance to mentor, work with, um, over the years, that you're, you're proud to see what they're doing today?
2: Well, I'll tell you who I'm proud of, I, and I can't take any credit because I didn't teach him anything, but Bill Hemmer, mm-hmm. who's at uh, yeah. Fox now. and
1: We he, were there together. We were in the 90s. I was uh-huh. there with him. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. No, and he, he just – he always just had such a likable persona and so enthusiastic You know, and and he has, yeah, he's done amazingly well. I've always thought he should be like on Good Morning America or something like that. But Mm -hmm. obviously he's done really, really well at Fox. All
1: right. And with that, we're out of time this morning. Carol Williams, thank you so much for taking time to talk to us this morning. I really do appreciate it
2: well, and I appreciate you asking me to be here. It's been fun.
1: We've been speaking to Carol Williams, former lead anchor with WCPO Channel 9. Remember, more information about the show can be found on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now, like us there now, and follow us there. You can reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air, or you can listen to the show anywhere you get your podcast. Just subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine
0: with Rodney Lear.